Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, dear listeners of the charitable podcast called Paleo Bites. I'm Susan Carol Annabeth Eliza Schmertz, award-winning culinary specialist, author of the best-selling book How to Positively Cook Positively, and genuine enthusiast of the all-natural and healthy ways of the paleo diet. Here in this podcast called Paleo Bites, we value the art of the Paleolithic diet, and we want to bestow that delicious knowledge upon our wonderful listeners. Join us on our Patreon, where we discuss pop culture featuring the Paleo diet, and this month we're talking about Prehistoric Planet. The recent and highly rated big-budget dinosaur documentary with incredible computer-generated imagery and astounding scope. You won't want to miss this incredible paleo diet course at patreon.com slash Donald. Thank you so much for your support and have a magical day. I do believe I was given the wrong script. Who knew there were other podcasts out there called Paleo Bites? Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast without shame. We'll streak through dinosaur museums. Or at least I will. Maybe I should be locked up. Oh, I mean, I've done that. They haven't locked me up yet. Oh, you're the Overlord Dinosaurs. You can do whatever the hell you want with those dinosaurs. That's true. That's hey. true. I mean, there are some some things I won't go to. I mean... Some... There's some... Stu- you won't... You won't... There are some bones I won't cross. Yeah, yeah. Some, exactly. You, you won't, you know, yeah. go up and... Uh, you won't... My name's Matthew Donald. Each week I won't paint rota- on their faces. My name's Matthew Donald. Each week on a rotating series of guest co-hosts. Talk about Rage of Jesus, Prehistoric Animal, the Dinosaur Man, and Arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by this freak over here. <laughs> over here. It's Lawrence Mack. How you are bring you? Bring me a dinosaur. You name something for me to do with that, that dinosaur. And, you know, there's probably going to be some Velociraptor sounds, but. Oh, yeah. 
No, you know? I mean, look, I like dinosaurs. So I don't know if I like them that much. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, didn't, uh, didn't I hear an earlier episode of this podcast where uh, there were a lot of uh, Velociraptor sounds covering up what you would do with well, uh, I guess dinosaurs? You, you're right, my <laughs> Yeah, we, we are uh, a bit more alike in that regard, uh, my I friend. guess it's true. <laughs> what, do, what do I know? <laughs> like, but, uh, no, I, mean, uh, I, I mean, I guess I'm... I'm, I'm being kinder to what I do to the dinosaurs now because I have a dinosaur right over here. Oh, and I don't yeah. want to offend her. Like, right, Lyra, I, I I wouldn't do anything to you. She's like oh, how offensive. Actually, right. no. Some, wait, what am I kidding? <laughs> She's literally rubbed her butt against my face as if trying to mate with me. So I have a video of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll show it to you after. after. That's awesome. It's just her rubbing her butt in my face. I'm like, you're a tad confused, Lyra. Uh-huh. No, not, not quite. Not no. quite. Indecency. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yep. So on that lovely note, if uh, – yeah. <laughs> So but that's my question. If you could yeah. teach a dinosaur abstinence – which one and why? Which, which dinosaur would I choose to teach abstinence Yeah, to? like it wants to be a priest or something, or a nun. <laughs> which dinosaur do you think could stop it, stop, you know, screwing all the other dinosaurs? Um, None of them, I don't think. I don't know. They're, they're too horny all That's time. what I was going to say. They're all too horny. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them so horny, they've got literal horns. Exactly. Their arms so horny, bruh. I grew a horn. Oh. <laughs> Triceratops life's I'm so horny. Pentaceratops says, hold my beer. Right. <laughs> Styracosaurus comes in. And then, yeah. and then they're like, oh, my God, the horniest of them all. Right. And you know those carnivores, they get extra horny because they like going for the things that already are horny. Yeah. Some of the carnivores get so horny that they uh, grow their own horns, which is even rare, like Ceratosaurus or Carnotaurus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the horns everywhere. I mean, you talk about humans being, you know, a bit pruder sometimes, but those dinosaurs, they were all over the place. There was this one time yeah. in high school we went to this dinosaur. Well, let us oh, the Velociraptors will cover that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh so uh, so well like I okay, so I guess that's the answer to that question. You can't make any of the maps that they're just yep. too horny. Exactly. Can't be done. Too horny. Even as noble lord dinosaurs, it wouldn't be so cruel. Exactly. Like, exactly. I, I demand gotta, abstinence from this group. You have to balance the rules uh, uh, that you instill upon your people. So, you know, there, there's going to be some rules that they'll follow, like, you know, herbivores eat grass, carnivores eat meat. I was going to say, when you, it's like the circle of life, you know? Yeah, exactly. But if, uh, if you, if you teach some these abstinence, it's not a circle, it's just a line, it just ends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you tell them not to feed, and uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, just boom. And I hope the Velociraptors caught that one. They did. They <laughs> okay, did. good. <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, God. All right. So, all right. Here's a dinosaur. I think I could pretty much teach abstinence to. Except if I did teach abstinence to this dinosaur, there'd be no other dinosaurs because this one's a pretty early one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Talk- it just taught abstinence to itself because it was like, you know what? This dinosaur idea isn't really. It's not, I, worth, I it's not worth it. I have the hots for any of these little things out here. <laughs> all right. Coelophysis. It means hollow form. Coelophysis. <laughs> My dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it's hollow because nothing will fill it. <laughs> uh, type it is a basal uh, or basal uh, 
uh, I forget what I say basal th- theropod people are like oh like the uh, like the basal and oregano but like I don't know it's just B-A-S-A-L right. is it basal basal or theropod how is those basal basal theropod I don't know I don't know whatever it is more specifically it's in the coelophysid group of theropods that's helpful hey yeah. look it's an elephant wait what's an elephant it's an elephanted <laughs> a group elephant. of elephant <laughs> animals that includes the elephants Gee, thanks. <laughs> right? That's uh, that's a big help. <laughs> uh, size 7 to 10 feet, so that's 2.2 to 3 meters long. 44 to 55 pounds, 20 to 25 kilograms. It was a carnivore. Uh, lived in the late Triassic to early Jurassic. 221 yeah. to 196 million years ago. Quite a range. Yeah, no kidding. They, uh, they stuck around for quite a while for not being very horny. Yeah, I guess that's who they have. I mean, they were just so long-lived. Yeah. We were the only generation. We chose not to have sex, so in order to prolong the species, we just must live forever. <laughs> that That's what it was. They were like the old, wizened... Uh, Wait. There's a way for them not to have sex and still continue the species if they all go under parthenogenesis, like what Blue the raptor did in Jurassic World oh, Dominion. yeah. Hey, see, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. That's yeah. How, that must have been how they did it. <laughs> Great. You have all the you, – you get rid of the sex, but you still have babies. That's, or maybe. That's like all the worst bits of both. <laughs> if, if we ever found any uh, Coelophysis nests or eggs or anything. Actually, they did eat – well, we'll get to that. I, uh, I was going to say, if they didn't, maybe they just straight up underwent uh, mitosis. Sure, that would be painful for multi-celled <laughs> organism, but, you know. <laughs> uh, locations southwestern USA, possibly South Africa and Zimbabwe as well. Possibly? Uh, possibly. We don't know. They're they both that we might be identified so? that we don't know yet. <laughs> Described in 1887, pop culture appearances, the TV documentaries Walking with Dinosaurs, and also When Dinosaurs Rode in America, where technically it appeared there twice, as another segment had Syntarsis and the early wow. Jurassic segment, which we now know to be another species of Coelophysis. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> uh, yep, I know, Lyra. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Bizarre Dinosaurs and Dinosaur Fun Fact of Fantasy, a cameo in Fantasia. Uh, the vi- really? You ever see that part of Fantasia with all the dinosaurs? Yeah. Yeah, it's apparently one of them One of them is a seal vices. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Gosh, I haven't seen that in so long. I like the part where you see one of them. It's like you see the Triceratops, but you see at one point there's one that's clearly a Chasmosaurus. Because it's got the long frill and the short horns. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Was he eating somebody? No, it was just watching as the T-Rex and the Stegosaurus were fighting. Oh, okay. I mean, that's a fun fight. So I was going to eat that Stegosaurus afterwards, yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'll, it'll, kills just it eat the, it'll eat the loser. <laughs> and so it's in the video games, Tycoon Dinosaur Digs, Jurassic World Evolution 2, Prehistoric Kingdom, and the 90s edutainment games, uh, Dinosaur Explorers and Dinosaur Adventure 3D. The latter, not to be confused with the uh, 90s edutainment game 3D Dinosaur Adventure, which is for some reason a completely different game. <laughs> well, you know, one's... 3D one's a 3D adventure. Well, they're both dinosaur. They're both adventures. It's literally the same. It's just adventure. 3D dinosaur adventure and dinosaur adventure 3D. Oh, gotcha. Um, potato, patata. Yeah. Yeah. One one is 3D. I can't make it work. <laughs> Joke aborted. <laughs> Oh, is that like the uh, X-rated parody? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah. we go. <laughs> triple D dinosaur adventure and <laughs> yeah, because you know it's got triple D, and then and then three press. <clears throat> Most of the time, we find dinosaur bones. We can find a few fra- fragmentary remains, <laughs> uh, one or two bones, some damage, maybe even fragmentary. Uh, remains of one bone, maybe a single tooth or half a tooth. Fossilization requires incredibly specific processes; is incredibly rare. 
So any amount of animal we find at all is basically a full-blown miracle. <laughs> yeah, um, every time we find something. <laughs> uh, so us being blessed by the gods of luck and fate. Exactly. Every time you go to unearth a dinosaur, if you're at you know, a dick site, yeah, I, I went to a dick site up in Alberta once. Oh, wow, that's so cool. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're – you're brushing away some of the dirt and stuff, cleaning it off, getting the bone exposed. Yeah. And when you first start to get to the bone and you and you find it, you brush it off. A little light shines down, and you hear a chorus. It's like you were blessed by the Greek goddess Taichi or Taika T Y C H E. Yeah. The goddess of fortune, chance, providence, and fate. I looked this up. I was just saying, do you have that off the top of your head? No. <laughs> Taiki or Taiki. I'm assuming with Greek it would be Taika or Taiki. Yeah. Taiki. Yeah. Something like that. Anyways, uh, let's do a prayer and offering to Taiki and you'll find all the dinosaur bones you could ever want. This is a science podcast. Yep. Why do you ask? <laughs> exactly. The yep. thing is, this is the only reasonable explanation I can think of for the study of Coelophysis because in 1947, area of New Mexico known as Ghost Ranch, hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of individual complete skeletons <laughs> were found in a mass burial. <laughs> wow. That's, uh... Really? Yeah. What, uh... Flash flood, they think. Or, oh, flash flood. Or, I guess... Okay. God, this is so dark. <laughs> or, uh, dinosaur, uh... Some sort of genocide. Yeah. Auschwitz. Uh, that's was, what uh, I was saying. Dinosaur yeah. Auschwitz. Oh, god damn. Oh. That was in New Mexico? Ghost Ghost Ranch, New yep. Mexico, mm-hmm. is where they found the... Haunting. Old, are all the ghosts just do- ghosts They're just a bunch of Coelophyses. Coelophyses. Hey. <laughs> you ever wonder about that? Because, you know, people see, like, I, I believe in the paranormal. I believe okay, in ghosts and stuff. I don't know why this just popped into my head, because, you know, this is a science podcast, specifically. I mean, hey, we've talked about, about Zodiac stuff. We've talked about astrology a lot in this show before. Oh, fair enough. Girlfriend and I are both cancers. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm sorry. I mean, um... <laughs> Classic joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, uh, you're not a Leo. Right? I'm a Leo. Oh, you are a Leo. Okay. Uh, most people don't think that at first because I don't act like a Leo in any way, shape, or form. Aren't you, like, on the cusp of the next yeah, one? Yeah, like, as on the 19th, I was 19th, and I think it changes on the 21st or 22nd. Yeah. So it's right there, and I guess I have a couple of weird moon signs or so something. So, like, like, I'm it. Cancer, but on the cusp of Leo. July twentieth, like July twenty second or first is. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, something like that. That's how it works, right? Yep. Anyways, you believe in the paranormal? You were saying. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
yeah, I believe in the paranormal. My my last house, I had a bunch of ghost stories from. Mm-hmm. Um, it was you know, even personal things. But uh, you ever wonder why we don't see any ghost dinosaurs, or if we do? I have been. I, I have, but I've been told to keep it secret. So, hush, hush. Oh, oh, are the, the FBI gonna come at? I'm in a black, more who's, or less. Who's at the door? Uh, and also, this is on a podcast. It's gonna be distributed around worldwide. Hey, so. H and K, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, because of this, it's because of this find in Ghost Ranch, Steelvice is one of the best known dinosaurs ever in paleontology. With all the Allosaurus and a few others coming close. So. Wow. Uh, it's often used as the archetypal early dinosaur, despite the fact it lived up to 35 million years after the evolution of dinosaurs. And it was much more advanced than some of the first ones. Like, you know, Herarosaurus and Eoraptor have undergone many different taxonomic classifications over the decades due to being so primitive, with scientists going back and forth between early theropods, theropod-like saurischians, or not even true dinosaurs at all. So were they advanced enough to have, like, Teslas and stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had Teslas. Yeah. They, oh, had, okay. they had BMWs. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Wow, so they're like Hummers. first world uh, dinosaurs right there. General Motors was a thing back then, so... Like, oh, gotcha. So they okay. were all driving Hummers. So all the poor dinosaurs were driving Chevys and, and yeah. Dodges, right? Yeah, it makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Parasaurus <laughs> were driving, like, Model T Fords, you know, <laughs> and other stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like, oh, my God, I did some research for uh, my Tesla not sequel. Uh-huh. There was a car, like it's called, like, it's the, one of the Speedsters. Back then, even back then, it'd go up to 140 miles an hour. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, that must have been terrifying for the poor right? race car drivers of the 1920s. Oh, my goodness. Let's see, what is it called? Hold on. I, I... I remember all the, or hearing about the hype of, like, when trains would go more than 20 miles an hour. Yeah. People were afraid, like, their brains would melt to the back of their or skulls. Or, like, they wore goggles at first uh, yeah. for, for cars uh-huh. because they thought that their... Uh, they would go too fast that they would peel off their eyes or something. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, so I've looked at the 1924 Duesenberg Model A Speedster. Wow. Could go up to 140 miles an hour. It's also a pretty car. It's bright red. It's got those curves that like a 1920s oh, car would yeah. have. Oh, so. yeah. Nice. Damn, I don't know if my car goes up to 140 miles an hour. This was like a race car, though, to be fair. Oh, I guess that's true. But it was like, oh, it was no. designed so, for that. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, where was I? Talking about 1920s race cars on this. Something about Coelophysi. Coelophysi <laughs> were like the Coelophysi. They were like the race cars of the dinosaur mode, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It was like they're still we'll, pretty early, but more advanced. We'll because bring this like around somehow. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, so, uh, but here, here's some of the things that were more advanced about Coelophysis. Uh, so it. Its torso conforms to the base theropod shape and even has a wishbone, a distinguishing characteristic found in later theropod dinosaurs and even modern birds, but not mm-hmm. earlier theropod dinosaurs. Another thing is that while earlier dinosaurs like Herosaurus had five fingers, Coelophysis had only three. Huh. Although the thing is, it had four, but the fourth wasn't functional and was actually embedded within the flesh of the hand, which sounds horrified written out, but is really no different than our tailbone. Yeah, I was just going to say a tailbone kind of thing. Or yeah. to use the technical term, coccyx. Can you imagine if it wasn't, you know, embedded in the flesh and it had four fingers? You know how hard it would be for them to flip people off? <laughs> Not being able to tell. Are you pointing in some direction? It's true. Three on? fingers is much easier to uh, yeah. to uh, do the finger. Two fingers, yeah. though, you can't. There's no point. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, no way. Yeah. Unless you put two of them together and, like, like... Right. Or I guess if they just had two fingers, they could go the really old-fashioned way. Yeah. You know, it was the... 
that this started off as like an archer. Uh, oh yeah, archer thing. I don't know if you know the history of. Oh, I think I've heard this. Yeah, like it, they, people show two fingers because that's how they'd be like, I could kill you with just two fingers. Oh, that's true. I would forget back that. with. It'd be very easy to do the Vulcan salute though. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Peace out, bro. Oh, let's do that too, more like. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. So yeah, like it's really no different from that from our coccyx. Uh, but from our coccyx, our... it's a technical term for tailbones. By the way, the plural oh, of coccyx yeah. is coccyges. Coccyges. <laughs> <laughs> People say like, "Follow your coccyxes." It's like no, the plural is coccyges. Now I know why the dinosaurs were so horny all the time. <laughs> 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 All right, but like a lot of the early theropods, though, Cephalus had a fairly long neck and a long and narrow head with four old faces and eyes that based on comparing its sclerotic rings to modern birds. It gives evidence that it was diurnal, meaning it looked at the day rather than night, right. and visually oriented. For a while, Cephalus was considered a cannibal, with bones looking very similar to baby Cephalus found in the stomachs of adult Cephalus skeletons. Uh, but then in 2002, a paper that said those specimens were misinterpreted and actually belonged to small crocodile-like archosaurs like Hesperosuchus. Oh. Which was also supported in another paper in 2006. So it wasn't a cannibal. Or was okay. it? Because just as when Coelophysis was off the hook in 2009, we found new evidence of cannibalism in regurgitated material found in adult Coelophysis fossils' jaws. These were tiny teeth and jawbones that were found to be morphologically identical to juvenile Coelophysis. Huh. Come on, Coelophysis, we can't trust you to maintain your image. How many right? chances do we have to give you? Exactly. We got you off of the first warning, <laughs> and then you just... Did us dirty again the second time. Yeah, you're like the Kanye of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> keep the giving Kanye. you chances and you keep screwing it up. Exactly. <laughs> like, keep, we keep bailing you out. You keep screwing it. You keep digging yourself a deeper hole. You've been fine if you just did nothing. Yeah. Just <laughs> sit down and be quiet. Yeah. It's exactly. one of the easiest things you can do. You literally do nothing. Exactly. <laughs> just eat some grass. Yeah. Seal <laughs> uh, Vices couldn't because there was no grass back then. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, if they came back home to Colorado. Well, I guess that's true. There's plenty of grass <clears throat> here. Mm, yeah, anyways. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the Kanye of dinosaurs. And speaking of out-of-touch billionaires, Cephalophysis <laughs> also has undergone a rare activity people like that have done, and that's go to space. Really? <laughs> yeah. A skull of was taking aboard the Space Shuttle Endeavor in 1998. Wow. Making it the second dinosaur to have ever gone to space. The first being Myasaura. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Again, though, like out-of-touch billionaires, there was no reason for it to go to space other than to show that it could go to space. And it was quickly returned to Earth after having undergone no scientific dis- study whatsoever. Frickin'. What were they expecting it to do? Like, form a third eyeball in the middle of space? It's like, oh... Interesting. Write that down, scientists. Right. The the bones under get a third eyeball. Exactly. It's, it's, it's seeing. It's seeing things. It's it's perceiving reality. Was it that Hindus believe it's like the third eye? Where it's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like it sees into the spirit. Yeah, it's it's world I've transmogrified reality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Practicing and, Hindu here, listeners. <laughs> and I just want to make sure we clear this up. The, those two dinosaurs were the first. Known to human dinosaurs to go to space. Well, known to I human mean, dinosaurs. We all to know go to the space? rest of them, as opposed to non-human dinosaurs. Did I say human dinosaurs? Yeah, you said I mean, the human. The, the first. Dinosaurs. What do you know about human dinosaurs? Are the lizard folks real? I know, Lyra. How? She's well, like they're getting too close. 
Agent K, <laughs> can you come back? <laughs> but yes, no, I see what you're saying, though. These are the first dinosaurs known to humans to have gone to space. Yeah, that, that's what I was trying to get. Yeah, yeah. But we all know the rest of them escaped on some spaceship to avoid Hey, the... wait, stop spoiling my book, Megazoa Canera's End. All the dinosaur fossils we found are the dinosaurs who lost the lottery to escape. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Just like in the movie 2012, one of the rich and powerful. Yeah, exactly. Get aboard, yeah. Or occasionally, if if the di- well, as overlord of dinosaurs, I do know that they did not do this because I was overlord, obviously. Yes, yes, of course, too. And, uh, you know, at one point in, in 2012, they were talking about how they did get a lot of their scientists. And, yes. And, you know, good-looking physical specimens aboard, yes. that kind of stuff. Screw it, we didn't do that. I mean, I wanted money. Yeah. I wanted to get rich. I mean, it's, I mean, it's obviously it's worthless when there's nothing to spend it on yeah. afterwards. But you gotta get the money. <laughs> exactly. I gotta take. You gotta take the afterlife. And I, I'm not hey, there you yet. Seen, you've, you've seen a couple Moonfall, more hundred his, billion his, years. His but... latest movie. You've seen Moonfall, right? Moonfall. That's the latest Roland Emmerich masterpiece. It <laughs> sounds familiar. I don't think I have seen it. It's on HBO Max. You should watch it. Yeah. It's amazing. Is it? <laughs> it's incredible. It yeah. takes such a turn two-thirds yeah. of the way. You like yeah. you, you hear the premise, and you're like, it's the moon's falling, right? It's uh-huh. pretty straightforward. Ten yeah. two-thirds. So much. I don't want to spoil it for you, but so much okay. stuff happens. Yeah. Where you're just like, I thought this was just about the moon falling. Like, <laughs> now there's all okay. this. Okay, I'll check that out. Sounds it's cool. Amazing. Yeah, Moonfall on HBO. You said. Yeah, HBO Max. Yeah. Okay, HBO Max. So it I'll is. Check that out. In terms of everyone has guilty pleasures, I don't believe in guilty pleasures because if you like something, don't feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. If you like it, you like. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Who cares? Life is short. You gotta enjoy it. In terms of those movies that try to be like dumb disaster movies, Moonfall is the biggest. Dumbest disaster movie. Yeah. It's incredible. I, That's amazing. It, it swung so hard. <laughs> Big Shot swing. The stars. <laughs> Big swing. Yeah. So, swing so big it could have stopped the moon from falling. Just bat it <laughs> back into orbit. <laughs> nice. Anyways, Very let's nice. rate Seal Fices one out of 65. Ah, well... <clears throat> I, I never found a chance to get in my uh, celophane joke, so... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, probably for a good reason. <laughs> yeah, I was, and it just never popped up. Uh, you uh, know, uh, I still can't even think of a good uh, way to insert it now, so uh, I guess we'll speaking just... Speaking of uh, popped up... I'll just cover that up for now with my cellophane and put that in the fridge for storage until next time. Well, it's like, remember in uh, Superman 2, was it? Where yeah. he had, or Superman 3 with the cellophane S? One of the old Superman movies. I've never seen it, but I've seen clips of it. Yeah. One of Superman. Well, back when Superman could just do anything. One uh-huh. of the like he his suit, the S on the, could just be a cell phone, just throw it and entangle someone. <laughs> <laughs> Those movies were dumb. <laughs> they were a good time. <laughs> I know people really like the Richard Donner, like the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. Yeah. I can't watch them. I can't watch them now. They're too dumb. They've aged too much. Yeah. Some stuff doesn't age well. Other things do. Yeah, I know, Lyra. <laughs> I, I keep having. You, I thought you'd be quiet. Turns out you're loud, so I'm just leaving you in. You're a dinosaur. You want input on this dinosaur podcast? Exactly. She is the foremost expert. Yeah. Well, exactly. sort of. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Overlord dinosaur is right. supposed to just a dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it is good to have uh, like a knowledge check every now and then. Yeah, just fact checker. Yeah, fact checker. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Exactly. Anyways, the presidents have those. Our rulers got to have them too. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, of course. Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, I'm going to write uh, Zeophysis like uh, 42 million. So it's a good classic dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Good classic early dinosaur. Right? Like, yeah. you look at it like, oh, such humble beginnings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go back to the roots. Get the humble beginnings. Uh, you know, you go back so far to where they act a little bit inbred and just eat each other all the time. Yeah, that's true. It does do that. You know, but hollow yeah. form. I can relate to that. Someone with a hollow form myself. Like, I, <laughs> like I just. Uh, you look at this big belly. Yeah. I was just gonna say, I wish I was hollow form. <laughs> look at this big belly. There's nothing. There's no fat. Just air. I'm just, a balloon. just air. Just drumming. You get yeah. the <laughs> get the echo sound. <laughs> well, I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm going to land on a 36 million. 36 million. 36 cool. million. Good, cool, that's solid, good. you know, class. It's not solid, hollow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. A good, hollow dinosaur. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just like my Easter bunny candy chocolate things. Just like my heart. <laughs> oh, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, as, that's... Uh, as uh, we talked about, you know, a bit. Uh, it was a mid Triassic. Mid, well, early tri- late Triassic to mid to early Jurassic. Oh, okay. That, so it did uh, survive the. That Jurassic completely Resolution. went out of my window for a joke. So I'm uh, gonna okay. leave it at that. Oh, okay, sounds good. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this week. Uh, if you want to get hold of the show, and contact me at mattdeepmatthewdonkcreator.com for your questions to any of the co-hosts. You can follow me on social media at matthewdonkcreator on Facebook, matthewdon64 everywhere else like Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, uh, if you want to contact Lawrence, uh, good luck. <laughs> so. yep, yep. I will most likely be in a different, uh, uh, different decade. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. maybe you know, a different century, different millennium. It's possible. Yeah, um, you're like Doctor Who, basically. <laughs> technically, if uh, if Mr. Donald over here doesn't mess with my time machine again. I can't help it. It's a police box. Just... I'd see it as soon as I get back, which would be, you know, about now. Oh, okay. Oh, hello, so, you're back. Yeah. You just went on a big adventure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, my beard doesn't grow 10 inches over second. Wow, that's true. Wow. <laughs> that, that's cool. I just thought it was a fun ability you had. I <laughs> <laughs> just randomly going on time adventure. So. <laughs> beard uh, acro. <laughs> all right. I have, I have a book series on Amazon Megazog available for print and Kindle. No Seelophysis in it because uh, I only do uh, Jurassic Cretaceous dinosaurs in it. And although I guess this is all technically Jurassic dinosaurs, I could have, but I didn't know. I thought it was just Triassic when I was first writing Megazoic. I didn't realize it also bled into the Jurassic, so. Yeah, eh, they died off by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 were, uh, they were too hollow to really hold up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, they would have just caved. Uh, it would have caved. The hollow form would have become a caved-in form. Exactly. Right. Yep. That's it for this week. Save the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. <laughs> hollow form, just hollow form. Hollow, just stick, <laughs> stick it with a with a needle, just you know, like a balloon out. Of. Ooh, can I do that with my stomach? Is that's, you have that's how you lose the fat? Yeah. Who needs liposuction? Exactly. Lipo- like just, just do a little stab, just squeeze, pop it like a pimple. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, bye, listeners. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.